Welcome to the Story Rewritten Podcast. This is a podcast where basically I talk about the stories in my life, how I was able to rewrite my story to have a life that was more fulfilling and uh, more purposeful. It is also a place where I hope to bring on other people to share their stories and what they've done to make a difference. This is also a show where I briefly talk about how much I love coffee and I want to express to you that Oh my God, I love it so, so much. I think that every amazing conversation, every story rewritten that I've ever had has usually started over a cup of coffee. Sometimes they were terrible cups of coffee. Sometimes they were amazing cups of coffee. Either way, they were always important to me. I think that coffee is so much more than a delicious beverage. So in saying that, I want to talk to you very briefly about the coffee that I'm drinking. It's out of an AeroPress. It's super, super super good. I think that you should go and get one. They're super cheap. They're like under 50 bucks. Filters are super cheap. It's very, very easy to make them. You can make them two ways. You can do regular or inverted. They're so good. They will change your coffee story, not only for at home, but also for camping, for wherever you go. They're just a super easy portable system to use. So seriously, go check out the AeroPress and get yourself one and make a cup of coffee. No, this was not sponsored. I just really, really like AeroPress coffee. Okay, so now that I've got my AeroPress coffee sitting here and it smells so good and it tastes so good, I am hoping that you've also got your coffee. And if you haven't, go get it. I'll wait. Let's get into another story here. Today, the story is called That Dallas Green is an Asshole. Okay, so here's the deal. If you have been anywhere near my photography as of late on the website, on the Instagram account, then you've probably started to notice um, that my tattoos are being featured in quite a bit of the pictures. There's actually a reason for that, and I actually wanted to talk about that today. So when I was probably, oh, I don't know, I want to say 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there, I remember I was at my friend's house. We were watching much music, as you often do as a young teenager in Canada. And I remember this video comes on. And at the time, I was a pretty big Alexis on Fire fan. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Alexis on Fire is kind of like a metal rock band uh, based out of Ontario. They were quite a bit more of a bigger deal when I was a teenager and then they ended up breaking up. And that's not really the point of the story. The point of the story is that I remember Dallas Green, who was their singer and guitar player, released this video called Save Your Scissors. His name was Dallas Green. And... I remember being so shocked when I saw this video because there's Dallas Green performing like super acoustic, chill, mellow music. And not only did this video inspire me to want to pursue music and want to pursue playing guitar and singing, which I ended up doing for, for a lot of years, but I remember the first shot of the video that I noticed was Dallas Green driving in this van and there's a shot of his hand on the steering wheel and his hand is covered in tattoos and I remember I remember saying to myself at some point in my life I want to do that I want to be able to be 
the way that Dallas Green is, he's in a position where he can so fully express what he's about. Not just his music, which was beautiful, but his whole persona, everything, everything about him, it just said, this is, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. I like tattoos uh, so much that I'll put them all over my hands. And I remember as, as a teenager thinking, this is, this is really amazing. I really like this. And so I decided, okay, I, at some point, am getting a hand tattoo. I remember the first tattoo that I got was actually a, a skull on my right forearm. I wasn't quite ready for hand tattoos. Although I did ask to get my hands tattooed from the time I was about 17 until the time I was in my 30s. Uh, and no shop would do it because I just didn't have enough tattoos. I remember my first tattoo, I go into the shop and there's this guy named Clint and I, I, I show him this drawing It's of a skull and it's crying blood and the letter I is on his forehead and, and he's, he's like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like we can do that up. I'm, I'm pretty used to doing like skulls and stuff. He's like, do you mind if I put my own flair to it? And I'm like, Sure. So he's like, all right, well, cool, just have a seat. I'll draw this up, and then we'll do the tattoo. Uh, it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks. All right, sure. At this point, I'm 17 years old. So Clint walks over to me and hands me a beer and says, just get comfortable. It's going to be a bit. Uh, I don't think that he knew I was 17 because I grew such a big beard even back then. Uh, so anyways, I'm sitting there with with Clint and this other artist and they're talking and again I'm noticing these guys are covered in tattoos and it wasn't that I thought tattoos are so cool and anyone who has a tattoo is cool I do think that but there was something about them there was there it was it was the demeanor that they had it was the fact that they were they were clearly doing the work that they wanted to do they were clearly doing what it was that they wanted to do with their lives. They were in this mode of like full self-expression, which to me was something I really admired because when I was 17 years old getting my first tattoo, I had no idea who I was. I was coming from a pretty messed up background and life was pretty all over the map for me and I was really depressed and I was... I was anxious all the time and I was struggling and I couldn't hold down a job and I was feeling really conflicted because a lot of the things that were inside me uh, that I felt like maybe could be a part of me, they were in direct contradiction uh, to the faith that I was holding. There was, just, there was just a lot of unrest inside of me and it was seeing somebody like, like Dallas or like these uh, tattoo artists that just made me think like, this is, this is something I want. How do I get from where I am now to being somebody who is fully self-expressed, doing exactly what they want to do, and very happy in the work that they're doing? And by the work, I don't mean career. I mean what they felt like they were supposed to be doing. And so for me, I just, I just had to figure that out uh, but it took, it took a long, long time. Eventually, uh, later on down the road, I did end up getting another tattoo. It took me quite a long time to be able to afford another one. I remember I was in Ontario 
I was married at the time. A lot of people don't know that. I was married for a hot second to a lovely person who honestly needed to rewrite her own story in many ways. Uh, but I remember I was, I'm sitting there and I, I, I couldn't have been married from, I don't think we were even married six months at this point. And we go to visit my mom in Ontario and my brother Danny. And I remember we're sitting around and talking about tattoos and I remember thinking, Danny is so cool because he's got so many more tattoos than I do. Even my mom had more tattoos than I did. I was starting to feel like, okay, I'm, I'm supposed to be the cool one in this family. And I have like no tattoos. What the fuck is up with that? I remember Danny was saying, we should go to the shop that I get my tattoos at. They're very, very cheap. And so like he was even pointing out like, look how much this one cost. And this is like a lot a lot more affordable than what we were used to back in British Columbia. So we go to this tattoo shop. I decided I was going to get a, a skeleton to go with the skull on my other arm. I decided I didn't really know where to put it, so I figured, well, I've got one on my right forearm. I might as well put one on my left forearm. Uh, and I'm scrolling through pictures because this was really spur of the moment. Like I had no idea what I was going to get. Um, I knew that I wanted to get my hands tattooed, but I also knew nothing about what I wanted to get tattooed. So I'm sitting there thinking of what to get. And I come across this picture on the internet. And it's the skeleton standing there all cool looking. Wearing like a white kind of like t-shirt, undershirt kind of thing with a leather jacket. And I was like, that's really cool. But I don't wear a leather jacket. So I wonder if I could get this guy to tattoo a plaid shirt on me instead because I wore plaid a lot back then and I feel like I'm wearing it a lot now too. So anyway, I go get this tattoo drawn up by this artist and I remember him saying like, that's a really weird choice to want a tattoo plaid. I've never done that before, but sure we can do it. And I'm sitting in the chair for, I was probably about two and a half hours. My ex-wife is also getting her tattoo. Danny's getting his tattoo. And it was kind of, it was a cool experience, but I remember thinking, man, this tattoo artist is kind of a jerk. He kept asking me questions. He kept like, what's, you know, like, what's your favorite music or what do you like to do for fun? Or, and, and, you know, I was, I was pretty shy. Like I've always been a bit introverted. It's, I have to really make an effort to, you know, like I have to really make an effort to talk to people, it's actually really difficult for me, especially back then. And I remember him saying, you know, like, what's your favorite music? And I said, well, I'm, I'm a really big fan of uh, City and Color lately. This is Dallas Green's acoustic project. And I remember, and I don't know if it, so where we're, where we're getting these tattoos is in like the same area of Ontario that Dallas Green is from. And so this guy pipes up right away and, oh, I know who Dallas Green is. Yeah, I like grew up with them and, you know, a bunch of assholes, especially Dallas Green. He's, he's, a, he's a fucking asshole. That Dallas Green, he's an asshole. And I remember thinking, oh, I probably shouldn't tell you that Dallas Green is the inspiration I have to get tattoos. And then I really look up to this guy and that I love his music. And then I, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to say anything. Um, and I remember thinking in the moment, like being really 
like frustrated with this guy. Like, why does he got to be so negative? Why, you know, nothing that I'm saying is, is, is good enough. And looking back on it now, I, I think that maybe there was something going on with that guy. You know, he couldn't see the good in someone else. I don't, I don't know what it was, but looking back, I'm really curious about what his story was. So anyway, I got myself a skeleton tattoo with a plaid shirt. Thought that was pretty cool. Was immediately sucked into the world of tattoos again and wanting to get another one and wanting to get another one, but just couldn't justify the cost. And so the years went by and things started happening. And, uh, you know, I got, I got myself a divorce and I was... I went through I went through some a lot more downs uh, than ups. Eventually, I started to to realize that that I was actually like in charge of what happened to me. That that ultimately, I could continue to be a victim to my life story. I could be a victim to what was going on with me, and I could be yeah, just I could be a victim to my circumstances or. I could be the captain of my soul, you know, the the master of my fate. I could be the person who wrote, you know, the author of my story. I could be that. And I started to make changes. And I want to tell you right now, honestly, life is a process. It is it's such a process, but it involves doing the work. If you want to rewrite your story, if you want to change your life and make a difference. It involves doing the work for me that has involved so many hours and hours and hours of, um, seeking the help of mental health professionals that has involved me really taking a hard look at my life and what was going on and how I could change it, how I could rewrite the narrative. So I want you to sort of remember two things from this episode. If anything, remember one that in order to rewrite your story, it takes work. Um, and two, I want you to remember to be gracious to yourself in that process because all of us are there. All of us are in process. This is not easy for anybody to do. And if you're so focused on the destination, you're going to miss the ride along the way. And there are so many incredible, beautiful moments along the way. So don't miss out on those, but definitely do the work. Okay, so I want to talk really, really quickly about my tattoos, what I have and why I got them on my left hand. I've got a compass and there's a banner around it and the compass is kind of like getting tossed around by the waves. It's in a storm uh, and on the banner it says, I am the captain of my soul. Soul is actually across my knuckles and then I've got some like nautical symbols on my, on my other uh, knuckles. I've also got the number 20 on my knuckles. Um, one of the nautical symbols is a crab, just so I can flip people off when I'm feeling crabby. I thought that was really funny. The number 20 is uh, actually the amount of years that I smoked cigarettes and also the year uh, 2020 that I quit smoking. Um, it was a narrative, a negative narrative that I had over my life that I chose to rewrite. And the captain of my soul bit, it comes from a poem called Invictus, which is literally about you know, taking charge of your own story. And so I thought that, you know, what a more appropriate thing to, to tattoo in the most visible place possible, which is my hands, because I am all about self-expression and I refuse to hide 
that self-expression. I know that a lot of people were kind of like, oh, you got tattoos on your hand. Do you ever want a job again? But, you know, and if I wanted to be a lawyer, I'm probably fucked. But also, I'm really proud uh, to to say who I am and to to express what I'm about and to talk about the message that I'm about. So, you no, know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I don't regret it even in the slightest. On my right hand, I have a bird uh, with stars around it and the word fate on my knuckles. Fate is from the other line of that poem from Invictus, which again just talks about being the master of your fate and the author of your story, really. And I'm going to write the rest of that line somewhere on my arms. I have a couple of little symbols on my uh, knuckles, like a moon, a star, sun, um, that kind of stuff. Um, just kind of, again, to sort of fit the rest of the tattoo. I also have the number 20 on my knuckle. Uh, it's that year 2020 when I, you know, when I launched this page, when I when I quit smoking, a lot is, a lot has actually happened for me um, despite 2020 being, you know, like, you know, the, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. The reason that I got 2020 tattooed on my knuckles is because I believe that we can rewrite the narrative. A lot of people look at 2020 and it was really hard and horrible in a lot of ways, but a lot of people are, you know, choosing to see the glass half empty. And I believe that there's a better narrative that we can write. I chose to look at the things that improved in my life, the things that got better. And so I rewrote the narrative for this year to be something positive. The bird to me, the bird to me symbolizes freedom. I know that might sound kind of corny, but for me, I've always just been really jealous when I see birds flying. I'm like, damn, that is so cool that you can just fly wherever you want to go. I, yeah, I always thought that that was really cool. And honestly, since rewriting my own story, I have never felt freedom like this in my life. I also have a number of stars that surround the bird. Those stars are for each of the members in my family. Anyways, that's the story of my tattoos. Like I said, they're on my hands. I did that for a reason. This matters to me very much. This whole story rewritten business. This is who I am. This whole page is just kind of like, like all of the stuff, the website, the Instagram, the podcast. It's all just helping you to get to know me. And this is what I'm about. This is the thing that lights my fire. This is what makes me tick. This is where the light goes on. So I just hope that you can be encouraged by that. And so, yeah, that those are my tattoos. This is, like I said, to me, it's the, one of the most beautiful forms of self-expression. This is my form of self-expression. I hope that it inspires you to be yourself, to choose, to be authentic, to just say, you know what, this is who I am. This is what I am about. And I'm, I'm going to be the author of my own story. I think that that, I think that the more that we do that, I think the more of us that uh, get on board with just being authentic, the greater this, this world is going to be. So you've been listening to the story rewritten podcast. I hope that you got something amazing from this. You can go out and rewrite your own story, whether it's a small thing or a big thing. You're in charge of the story. You're the author of your own story. So go out there and write it. I want to be doing these podcasts on a regular basis, but that's not always the case. So the best way to be informed about new episodes is to follow me on Instagram. That's Instagram.com slash the story rewritten. Until next time, I hope that you go out and write your own stories. This has been Jess Green, and this has been the Story Rewritten Podcast.